0: Hello, and you are listening to the Tech and Pony Podcast, and this is our last episode of season twenty twenty one, or basically our second season in podcasting, basically. And you're joining me, Darwin, and Jeevan again to discuss all things tech. Yeah, uh, this show will be a bit different. It's it's a little special for us because this is the last show of the year, right? So instead of looking to what happened last week which is not that much anyway. Um, We're going to look to what happened in 2021. Kind of like what we kind of highlighted for ourselves in 2021 or uh, the highlights of the year for us, you know. And we'll start with Shivan. What do you think was your highlight? I think for me, the biggest highlight would have been
1: the amount of creator laptops we have been Mm. getting. I mean, last year we the year before we were actually struggling to find a creator laptop that wasn't a gaming laptop i think in the end we got a triton 300 500 yes yes yeah Yeah. and this year like just this last quarter of 2021 i Mm -hmm. think we have more choices
0: than we've had in so many years yeah that is true i mean Two years ago, I think Acer launched a concept D, right? They're like, oh, this is specifically targeted for creators. And then Asus went crazy. They started launching the Pro Art series. And then yep. MSI got crazy. They're like, oh, cre- Creator Z. Then Dell also went crazy. And then HP also got crazy. And suddenly, everybody's making creator class laptops and not just laptops, PC. You know, they're like, oh, <gasps> wow, they're gaming PCs. Yeah. <laughs> and but for pay, creators <laughs> and
1: you're not paying gaming prices for them like you're the Vivo Book, more, some of them <laughs> some of them you're paying really a lot more but mm. Asus VivoBook Pro 15 OLED mm-hmm. the Ryzen one uh, their top of the line spec which is a Ryzen 9 with RTX 3050 oh wow it's 5199
0: 5199 that's actually not too bad I mean exactly I mean, even Acer had their Swift X. We reviewed it, right? That's uh, powered by the AMD Ryzen 7. I think seven fifty eight hundred h It has a 3050 as well. And it's 4, 1, 4999. Exactly. So, like, we're barely
1: getting into gamer territory when it comes to pricing. Yeah. But and the specs is really, really good.
0: Yeah, and you can actually game with these, right? You're not like shorthanded you can actually game with these it's just you may not get the performance of gaming laptop but like I think in all things content creation especially video editing it works
1: yeah and on top of that some of them come with Nvidia RTX studio certification
0: hmm that's nice
1: so yeah we have a lot of choices and if you are trying to be a content creator Your barrier to entry when it comes to laptops has dropped significantly.
0: Yeah, so the only big investment you might want to think about is your camera. But even then, you know, your smartphones are actually pretty good these days. Like, you can record 4K videos nicely. Yep. Like, very, very nice 4K videos. And
1: if you don't have a smartphone that can do 4K, you have your Sony... Which one was it again? They had the Alpha
0: 3000 or 6000. The Alpha 6000. Yeah. The Alpha 6000 series. Yeah. That's the 6100, I think, at their entry level. Yeah. Which is not completely too, exple- too expensive. But I kind of think that a smartphone is still cheaper than that, right? Yeah. A you decent can get... smartphone.
1: Yeah. Even the new Google Pixel 6 in Malaysia, it's about three thousand
0: ringgit, Which is yeah. still
1: a little bit cheaper than buying a dedicated camera.
0: Yeah, and you can actually go like to Maxis, DG and all these carriers to get uh, a phone plan and get your phones at much cheaper prices anyway, you know? Yeah. And phones like the Honor fifty are quite cheap anyways. Yeah. So that's on a content creator. I think one of the highlights for me this year was AMD's Ryzen five thousand series G- uh CPUs, right? We were talking about content creator class. PCs like I think the mother of all things content like for this year at least was that Ryzen announcement yes because it's not just gaming anymore they're, they're not just focused on creators anymore it's also a gaming powerhouse it's more powerful than the Intel but yeah. it's also more expensive than the Intel's now <laughs> it currently it's more expensive yeah. but at the same time the
1: laptops that come equipped with these Uh, processors are significantly
0: cheaper than intel's yeah and they're significantly more powerful (laughs) yeah yeah in both gaming and in creator class so you can see a lot of these creator class PCs coming with amds
1: yeah and even creating an amd uh rig or desktop Mm -hmm. because of the fact that they are using the same sockets it could be for now yeah it could be cheaper (laughs) And and it's it's basically basically a firmware update from the manufacturer to support these newer chips.
0: Yeah, so if you have an older board, all you have to do is just update the BIOS, okay? When we mean mean firmware, when we talk about firmware, we mean the BIOS itself, right? And if you already have a motherboard with PCIe Gen 4 support, you're gold. Gen 4 stuffs are coming out right now, like the SSDs are coming out. So... The upgrade price Or at least The cost to upgrade Is not as high Yeah
1: And I think What AMD did With their new Ryzen 5000 series Announcements Was literally To reshape How we look at The price of rigs And also laptops Cause I think We expect so much more Because of the price point At this point Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah That was that AMD what else do we... Have we... You know... Have we highlighted? What so what's, for, what else is a highlight? For
1: me... It's also... The leap... In what we can do with our wearables now. Mm. So like... Just recently we got... EKG on nearly every wearable that came out. Oh yeah, that
0: is true. Yeah, so is true. EKG
1: is super important. Especially for people with heart conditions. And... The fact that you are collecting this data on a near daily basis yeah gives you so much more information and so much more actionable uh medical data that you can present to your doctor yeah and your doctor can take into consideration so yeah, yeah.
0: the only issue is that it's still not recognized in malaysia so <laughs> yeah that yeah <laughs> <issue>. malaysia <laughs> taking forever to allow it <laughs> I mean, I have a Fitbit Sense, okay, and it comes with EKG. And I'm actually quite excited if, you know, you can use it. Like, it would help a lot, you know, to transfer all these medical data at least to your doctors. It it would really, really help a lot. But I think in terms of wearables, it's not just the EKG that comes into play. I think when Apple introduced the fall detection, and now it's in every other wearable out there. That's... Yeah. Something that you kind of want for your parents, especially yeah. like if they are, el- in the el- in the elderly
1: segment. Yeah, I and segment. I even had a a story just told to me, literally just now, of mm. somebody dying because they fell down. Oh man, that so sad. I'm like, it's a very good and useful uh feature to have, especially if your parents are staying alone or right? they don't have that support system where they're staying.
0: Yeah, that's... I mean, it is. it could be a life-saving feature, yeah. right? And, you know, these wearables are kind of developed not just for health, but as well for safety. Because yep. I think one of the earlier features that they introduced was SOS calling, I think. You can just tap on, like, SOS... Uh, the app or some button and it will just alert everyone in your SOS contact or something like that yeah and also like things
1: like heart flutters or Mm.
0: very minor
1: irregularities in your heart rhythm can be detected because of your
0: wearable now and that is something
1: that can save a life
0: that could that could yeah yeah and these are amazing stuff like these are, like, now standard on wearables in 2021. Anyway, there? um, the next highlight for me, I think... I think this is also the, uh, the same highlight that we talked about earlier in the show, right? Me and Jiven, Is the fact that, you know, Samsung has pushed towards the foldable side? To, yes. So, it's the launch of the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 and Z Flip 3. I think that kind of highlighted a shift towards, you know, to me, la, at least... Is a shift towards their direction in terms of what they want to do in the future and what technology they are betting on. I
1: think the biggest thing about the fact that they are focusing on foldables is they made the flip a lot more affordable. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's another thing, right? You don't have to fork an arm and a leg to get the flip. Exactly. In fact, in Malaysia,
0: it's available for one ringgit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is if you go for a, you know, a carrier plan. Yeah. Right? But even the Z Fold 3 is more affordable now than ever. It's no more 8,000 ringgit. It's yeah. barely even 7,000 ringgit. Like, it's 6,699 <laughs> ringgit. And if you're getting it through a carrier, it's even cheaper. Like, yep. it's not I... too expensive now. But I think it's, still, on... expensive. it's but... still quite expensive compared to yeah. other no flagships.
1: But at the same time, I think the biggest uh, benefit of Samsung approaching it this way is that people
0: have to follow suit. Yeah. And Samsung, you start seeing a lot of other manufacturers trying to follow suit.
1: Yeah. So the thing is because of Samsung's pricing, mm-hmm. I think a lot of other manufacturers actually delayed the launch of their products uh, because there is <laughs> no way they can fight
0: with the pricing. <laughs> I mean, I also think that because Samsung is a bit more loaded, they don't mind losing a little bit more for kind of future market share. I I, yeah. I mean, this is a marketing tactic anyway. Yeah. And yeah.
1: it's so far worked because the amount mm. of Z-Flips, especially Z-Flips I see out in the wild, is oh, a- yes. astounding.
0: <laughs> and apparently, the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 is one of the most... Um, ...popular smartphones that you can find in South Korea today. Like, it is really that popular. You can see it in Korean dramas. Like, a lot of them.
1: (laughs) You don't even have to go Korean dramas. I think you can even see it in the wild in Malaysia... ...which is something we didn't see with the first generation.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I kind of think, you know... ...the Z Flip 3 is a huge improvement... ...compared to the Z Flip that we've tested before this, right? Yes. Even compared to the 5G. It's a huge improvement... Whereas the Fold Three, I kinda think it's more of the same things to me.
1: Yeah, I think it's because <laughs> the Fold had the second iteration in between.
0: Yeah. And that's why it didn't feel like a significant upgrade. The only thing yeah. you want from it is probably the S Pen connecti- uh the S Pen compatibility. But the S Pen is humongous. You can't keep it together. <laughs> but
1: also since we're talking about foldables, we also need to Pour out the glass for the Galaxy Note.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Samsung basically just said that that's not gonna happen anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's but quite sad.
1: at least the S Pen is more approachable now. It's available yeah, it on is.
0: more devices. Yeah, it's available for the Samsung Galaxy S twenty one as well. So yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, and at the same time, like when we were talking about this Samsung, right? I think Jeevan, one of Jiven's highlight earlier when he was talking to me in the show, is Android tablets. Like Yes. Finally, they're getting something right. Finally. They're finally paying attention to tablets. I mean, yeah. the
1: biggest improvement is the Tab 7 S7 Plus.
0: Yes.
1: The best package, I think, would be the best Uh, Tab 7 SE. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because Samsung has been consistently pushing the bar when it comes to tablets on Android... We also have Android 12L, which is supposed to bring huge improvements to Android when it comes to tablets.
0: Yes, it's supposed to make the Android tablet a bit more functional and a bit more optimized for bigger screens because that is what a tablet is, right? So far, a lot of the Android tablets that we have are basically just bigger screens of an Android, which is... Not great. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and on top of that, remember Honeycomb?
0: Ah, that was bad.
1: Yeah, Honeycomb optimized for tablets.
0: Yeah, but it was still not great. (laughs) It was so bad that they've actually removed all traces of Honeycomb. It was wonky at best. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I think we can look forward because the Samsung Galaxy Tab s7 plus right it gave us one of the best stylus experiences on any tablet right yeah and, and we are saying this even across when you're comparing it to you know the apple ipad right yeah with their magic pen or something like that apple, apple pen yeah uh, magic pen is for
1: samsung magic uh, samsung. Pen samsung. is huawei not for
0: samsung huawei yeah <laughs> huawei,
1: wait no huawei is a made pen magic pen oh. is honor
0: Wait, what is Xiaomi's Mi Pen? I, I I can't remember. There's so many. There's styluses. <laughs> There's, There's, <stylists>. stylai. <laughs> There's stylai. There's <laughs> stylai. Yeah. So,
1: I think one thing Samsung has done that I appreciate so much is the leaps and bounds they have done on the S Pen, because mm-hmm. drawing, taking notes, even uh scribbling and annotating pictures is so much easier with the s pen
0: yeah and it's true. so
1: far the one of the more natural uh writing experiences you can have on a tablet
0: yeah but it's still an android tablet so there's still a lot of things that we kind of want the Android yep. tablet to do and speaking and speaking of that right you cannot ignore the behemoth that is the ipad pro And they launched this year with the M1. This is the M1 chip. The same M1 chip that you can find in a MacBook. So, I... (laughs) This is a love-hate thing for me because
1: I love the fact that the M1 iPads are so powerful.
0: But it's an iPad. (laughs) Yes!
1: It's an iPad. I don't want
0: to be locked in. Yeah, so we're not very big fans of Apple. Like if you if you follow the show, I mean, I'm okay, but Jiven hates Apple to their core. Um <laughs> anyway, the but Apple th- iPad Pro is kind of both of us agree on this, okay? This is this is something that we both agree on. It's kind of the best <laughs> tablet experience that you can find anywhere. This yeah. is barring their, you know, their Apple Pencil, right? The yeah. Apple Pencil is an atrocity. That is way too expensive. But as a tablet, the Apple iPad Pro trumps everything that you can find in the market currently, I think.
1: Yeah, but at the same time... Okay, so the reason why I hate the fact of the Apple products or the Apple's ecosystem is mm. I had to go through the pain of ripping my dad out of it.
0: Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because and- <laughs> it got so expensive to the point where it didn't make sense for him to be
0: there. That is true the Apple the Apple iPad Pro starts at 4000 plus ringgit and that is a price of a laptop. Yes. Of a good creators laptop that we ju- we were just mentioning about just now.
1: Yeah, and at the same time you're like I know you are such a powerhouse but I cannot justify at this moment
0: the yeah. need to buy you. Yeah, and at the same time if you're getting the iPad Pro with M1 the M1 chip is, I think, kind of underutilized at this point. There's not much extra functions that you can do on it. I compared agree. Compared to the older iPad Pro, right now at least. There's not yeah, too I agree. much that's different. Yeah, I would so, love to see the M1 on an Android or Windows tablet though. Can yeah. you imagine what we could do with that? I mean, I think we can sort of just buy the iPad and just sideload Android to it. I mean, that is true <laughs> <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're not if you're not sure how to do it please don't do it you're gonna break your your Apple iPad and you're going to wear off the warranty right yep. like the moment you try to sideload <laughs> Android you're gonna lose your warranty just yeah, say bye bye <laughs> but that's the biggest
1: thing for actually both of us I think at during the launch event both of us were like should we get the iPads or even yeah, the iPhone you,
0: and then you look at the price <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense anymore like okay yeah. <laughs> so the most expensive ipad pro that you can get right now the ipad pro 12.9 inch okay this comes with the retina display the all o- the retina oled display something like that okay uh, very very high-end display hdr 10 and stuff like that with an m1 and two terabytes of storage will set you back ready 15,000 ringgit. I can buy three Asus ZenBook
1: Pros for that price.
0: Yeah, and this is including the the Apple Pencil. The Apple Pencil itself is 549 ringgit, which is... The F? It's nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I expected it to
1: be about 200 ringgit. No, no, no. no. (laughs) But 500 plus ringgit is a steep ask. Thank you, Samsung, for including
0: your (laughs) uh, stylus in the box. Yeah, this is a (laughs) second-generation Apple Pencil, by the way. It's great, but it's not 500 ringgit grade to me. That's just nonsense. Yeah. Anyway, right, these are our highlights for the year. Now, it's going to be Christmas time. And of course, we got to tell you, you know, we got to help you out a little bit because it's already December. And what do you do? You need to get a gift. It's quite last minute already. So what do you get for your friend? Like yeah don't what remind do you me
1: i still haven't <laughs> gotten a gift for my secret center coming up oh wow <laughs>
0: what but we are tech people <laughs> <laughs> we know what to get <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so we've come up with you know a list of you know five things uh, each of us uh, like what we can get for our friends let's start with you jivan let's start with the first thing on your list Okay, let's go
1: by order of price because Mm. even when we were discussing it just now, we realized how expensive my list is.
0: Yes, yes, (laughs) list is.
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, you have received gifts from me. You know how how expensive my gifts can get. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so the first thing on my list, the cheapest thing on my list is actually a wireless charger. Right. Because nearly every phone that anyone has right now can be charged wirelessly.
0: That and makes sense.
1: If, if they have a wireless headphone, especially if it's a Samsung Galaxy Bud or even if it's I think the new Sony WF yes. 1000 is yes. also wireless. You can charge it wirelessly.
0: Yes, that makes sense.
1: And even that if they have AirPods, it charges sense, wirelessly. So, yeah, even if you get a big like I think they are dedicated ones which come with a mm-hmm. uh, pad for your phone, for your watch and for your earbuds. Mm-hmm. And it's only like two hundred ish ringgit.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean it makes sense. It's a sensible gift. Okay, on my list. The first one on my list, this is in no particular order by the way. Um this one's quite expensive as well. Uh, is the Logitech <laughs> is a Logitech pop keyboard. Like so, it's a very very funky looking keyboard. You can go search for it. The problem is Logitech Malaysia doesn't carry it officially, so you gotta have to find, um, on Shopee and whatnot. And these will come from other countries. It's imported in basically. Uh, sadly, Logitech doesn't carry everything that they have in their product brand- range in Malaysia, right? So you gotta make do a little bit. Now the cheapest that I have found so far is three hundred and fifty ringgit. This is for a keyboard. A mechanical keyboard that is not customizable at all. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) For me, it's... It's something for those that like the aesthetic. Yeah. It's it's purely aesthetics. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, if you get one that you can customise keycaps and stuff like that, it'll be slightly more expensive, but you can customise it later on.
0: Actually, you can get cheaper mechanical keyboards. Than 200 ringgit. You can get those key cron ones.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was
0: thinking of those key cron
1: ones. But at yeah. the same time, I'm not sure how they type though.
0: I'm not sure. I've never tried. <laughs>
1: but on that key, mm. the other thing that was that is on my list that will complement that is actually a gaming headset.
0: Ooh, nice.
1: Yeah, so we have reviewed or are reviewing the logitech g 435 and 335 mm. and they are about 250 to 300 ringgit oh that's not bad they're really good for the price you have like currently right now i'm using the 335 mm-hmm. i have a mic i have hit mm-hmm. head- both stereo headsets okay. and then uh there is an independent volume control
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it connects to true 3.5 millimeter headphone jack
0: oh nice and the 433 is a wireless one right
1: i think so
0: Ah. i can't remember (laughs) but the 433
1: is also a little bit more compact and colorful Mm -hmm. nice
0: yeah yeah on that note right on the note of a gaming headset you gotta complete your set with a gaming mouse I think we love Logitech too much because I'm also recommending a Logitech wireless mouse here. It's a G603 Lightspeed gaming mouse. And like, It's 200 bucks right now, I think, uh, yeah. for the sale. And it's a G. GC- it doesn't look like a gaming mouse, right? It looks like any unassuming mouse. It's not that big, but it's not small either, obviously, because it's a gaming mouse. It's a bit more ergonomic and stuff like that. And two hundred bucks for a gaming mouse, a light speed gaming mouse with super low latency. I think you know that's quite a good deal. Yeah, for you have. Mouse.
1: I think alternatively you have the Razer lineup. Mm, uh, yes. The Basilisk Hyperspeed. mm mm-hmm. That runs about two hundred ringgit as well, and that is a wireless gaming mouse.
0: Yeah, wireless gaming mice is now more accessible than ever. I think. Yeah. And. They're better than ever so far yeah super low latency affordable and they're quite good to use like they can be quite durable and you can use them for work as well that's the best part
1: yep and i think the best thing about using wireless or even gaming keyboards or mice is that your response time so like when we edit videos we can be extremely precise and we can also be really, really quick about doing stuff.
0: Yeah, nowadays. Anyway, that also brings us to the next thing on our list. Both our list also includes this f- two things, right? You can get your friend a true wireless earbuds or headphones or earphones right now. Yep. And they are more accessible than ever. You can get something as cheap as sixty nine ringgit from Xiaomi to A high-end one from Sony, which is uh, the WF One Thousand X Mark Four or Three, and I think Mm. the other day I saw the price of the WF One Thousand X Mark Four drop, like drop. Guess how much it was? Eight
1: hundred ringgit.
0: (laughs) Five hundred and forty-nine ringgit. Wait, what? Yeah, it dropped to that price for for a moment, and then it went back up. I don't understand how that happened, but it's like half the price. Correct, but right now, <laughs> um, if you want to get your your WF-1000X Mark Four, I think the current price is somewhere about 899 on discount and all the way to 1,099 ringgit okay. on full price. So it's not that expensive. It's actually a good price. Yeah, right and
1: now. having an accessible wireless earbud or actually earbud, is actually really important for me right now because even when I drive, I can have like my phone in my ear mm. and yeah, answering. I, I use the Galaxy Buds uh, mm-hmm. Pro, answering mm-hmm. is easy, it's just tapping, yeah. And you don't have to have a Bluetooth system in your car. I drive an old car, so no Bluetooth system,
0: yeah. But you can use it for sports as well, right? And you don't have to worry about it tangling with whatever, I think. A lot of people are into, you know, skipping ropes now. Yep. Yeah, and you don't want things to dangle and, you know, get caught. Yeah. So wireless earbuds are lifesavers.
1: <laughs> yeah. And if you had need one that is more sports dedicated, you have the one more sports ANC. I mm-hmm. think it's literally called that. Mm -hmm. It's somewhere in the middle. It's about 349 ringgit or something like that. Yeah. And And JBL
0: has some really good offering for that as well. Yeah.
1: The one one more can actually withstand my sweat. Right. Which is an achievement because I have destroyed a JBL before.
0: (laughs) No, you've destroyed a Jabra before. A Jabra, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I've destroyed a Jabra with my sweat before. Yeah, the, the rubber or the silicon gateway or something like that. But anyway, if you're not comfortable having things on your skin, like this these stuff on on top of like in your ear or on your skin and stuff like that, and you're not too comfortable with things falling off and stuff like that, why not get a wireless speaker? Yeah. Yeah. The one that I have on my list, at least, is the Sony SRS XB thirteen, the new small extra bass speakers, right? That's about a hundred and ninety nine ringgit on discount. Yeah, and that's actually a pretty, pretty, pretty good um speaker on its own, right? I I think I got it for one hundred seventy nine. I think for my sister, and she's very happy with it because now she can she has another one, so she can do a dual thing, which is yeah, nice yeah.
1: And the thing about it is, you have a lot of choice. Like, yeah. I would recommend either the JBL Go 3, mm-hmm. which is also waterproof and shockproof. So, if you are planning a full party, it won't die.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, but... most of the wireless speakers that we have re- that we have on our list are actually waterproof, including the SRS XP-3. Yep. Yeah. And the other one that I was actually thinking
1: of was the Sonos Roam, because <laughs> it's actually a really good wireless speaker and it's a little bit louder than your srs and your jbl go
0: yeah but but (laughs) it is a thousand ninety nine ringgit it's a thousand one hundred and ninety nine ringgit officially from sonos malaysia
1: (laughs) which if you have the money by all means go ahead and buy it
0: yeah but for that money you can buy it two ultimate ears boom three And those are amazing speakers. Like, for the kind of money that you're paying for, each of them is 699 ringgit. These speakers are amazing speakers. We've tried a JBL Boom 2 before, and we really, really, really like it, right? Yeah. And the Ultimate Ears Boom 3 is just going to be better. Yep. And louder, because it's a bigger speaker.
1: Yeah. And. I think you have a good selection even if you don't want to go with the ones that we
0: have recommended. Yeah, like you there, can go crazy uh, as well. Yeah, <laughs> go you for have thousand plus ringgit speakers if you want.
1: Yeah, and you also have... Even on the cheaper end, you can even get it for like 80 bucks, 90 bucks. Oh, these are the little
0: Xiaomi thingy things. The
1: Xiaomi, uh, Oki. Yeah. A, a few Chinese brands somewhere.
0: Of course you might want to think about if you're thinking about audio quality you might wanna invest a bit more. Okay. Yes. But you also have to remember audio is a diminishing return kind of product. Like the the more ex the more money you pour on it, you don't necessarily get audio quality that's that much better. So you might wanna keep that in mind when you wanna buy a speaker and yeah. who you want to buy it for, obviously. Not right?
1: many people can
0: discern the differences in audio. Correct. Oh, on that note, I have one more thing on my list. Um, And this might be a bit funny to a lot of people. This is the Fujifilm Instax Mini Link. It's bo- basically a Polaroid printer that you can connect your phone with and print photos. I. It's not cheap. It's 500 ringgit each about but I kind of think if you know you you have friends that you don't want to keep memories and stuff like that rather than sharing your phone's photo digitally on Telegram or WhatsApp why not print one for them I think it's a bit more memorable right so and if you can buy with your friend like one of these it's probably quite useful like it's nice yeah
1: (laughs) I think it's while it's not for everybody like If I get this for my sister, who is a new mom, she'd appreciate it.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, so for people who's trying to start a scrapbook, this is really nice.
1: Yeah, so it makes sense for people who are in a very important phase in their life, like people who just started their families. Mm. Even people who are starting new ventures. Sometimes like even your friends who are in startups appreciate Mm. gifts like this because milestones can be shared they yeah, can actually be and, printed and put put on walls and stuff like that
0: yeah physical physical things this is nice right yeah except that the fujifilm you can't it's not like the sprocket where you can print the thing and it becomes a sticker
1: yeah you have to use the polaroid thingy which i think yeah. costs about 30 ringgit f- per reload which is about 12 10 to 12 pieces uh ten pieces each. <laughs> yeah. It's not cheap. <laughs> but if you are willing to splurge on your friend or you mm-hmm. know somebody that really needs it, mm-hmm. you can get them a wearable. So the two I have on my list is actually a Fitbit, which you can get from about four hundred and ninety-eight ringgit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh this would be the original Versa. So right. not many features but it works if you're trying to get them motivate them to go running to start a fitness journey mm-hmm. uh, the other one that I would recommend is actually the Fitbit Versa 3 mm. or even the Charge 5 right those I, are on the top of my list
0: I when think it comes you to can Fitbits. also recommend the Sense because of the EKG but yep. the EKG doesn't work in Malaysia just yet Okay. So
1: the Charge 5 has EKG as well
0: Yeah So these are good
1: Yeah The other one that I always recommend Is a Galaxy Watch
0: Hmm, The Galaxy Watch 4 currently I think it's yeah. 999 Regan Starting from
1: Yep And the thing about the Galaxy Watch 4 is If they have any Android phone
0: Oh it will work. it's so easy Yes <laughs> Even if they have an iPhone It will work Yeah, because this is Wear OS 4 now. This is not just any Wear OS. Yeah. It's not Tizen OS anymore, sadly, but it's Wear OS 4. That's it. And we're kind of excited, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's it. Wear OS 4 is supposed to inherit whatever Tizen could actually do.
0: Hmm, yeah.
1: At the same time, it's still new technology. So, yeah. That said, Samsung has promised a lot of upgrades and updates in Wear Wear OS 2 on the Galaxy Mm. Watch 4.
0: Yeah, but it's not just Samsung, right, that is promising a lot of things. It's Google as well. So, we can expect to see more of it coming or moving forwards, you know? And as more Wear OS 4 devices come out or release or launch... Yeah. And Samsung's Galaxy
1: Watch also has the EKG function and yeah. fall detection.
0: Yeah. All these are going to be standard. So, you yeah. <laughs> don't have to worry. Anyway, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And for those of you who have been listening for the whole year, we really, really appreciate you. So, thank you very much for staying with us through this journey through 2021. Now, 2021 was not to say a very good year as well because there's new variants of COVID and numbers jumped up in Malaysia so badly that we had to go through another uh, movement control order. So we have to go through another lockdown. But things yep. are getting better and we're looking forward to 2022. We're looking forward to restarting our 2022 Big with our podcast, but do let us know what kind of things that you want to hear uh, from us. So, if you are trying to find us on other platforms, we are also on Spotify, we're also on Google Podcasts, and even Apple Podcasts. And if you want to give us any suggestions at all, do email us. Uh, Our email can be found on www.techand.tv. And that out, that site is even the home of our, you know, articles, whatever articles we've written, you know, reviews that we have. You know, we were talking about the S Swift X review, and we're gonna come up with more reviews in the coming weeks as well before the year end. So look out for that. And if you wanna contact us on social media, we are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and even LinkedIn, and all of that, you can find us on from TV. that is T-E-C-H-E-N-T-T-V that's our extension go find us there go crazy you know just let us know <laughs> yeah, what if you want to hear
1: message or tweet us we will reply
0: yeah or at least we'll attempt to reply you as soon as we can <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah anyway thank you so much again for listening to this show and the show for, for the rest of the year we will see you well or we will talk to you again next year. So this is Darwin and jivan signing up for 2021. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Happy New Year.